0: Welcome back to our new season four. Woohoo!
1: My name is Kelly. <laughs> and my name is Becky. You're listening to Tune Into Nature. Today's episode is Halloween themed. With our lovely co-worker from the career ambassador team, Grace Evans, we will be discussing sustainability, residential learning communities, and all in the Halloween spirit.
0: Without further ado, Grace, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your involvement at CSU? Um, Yeah, and thank you guys for having me
2: um, on Tune Into Nature. So excited. Um, Yes, hello, my name is Grace Evans. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a third year HDNR major uh, with a minor in global environmental sustainability and maybe sociology. We'll see. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Warner College. Warner College is amazing. And I was really hooked on both the programs and the college itself in terms of how much they have to offer with getting students engaged and connected with opportunities with the environment and just, yeah, around, yeah, around environment essentially. (laughs) Um, And that can be in so many different forms. So I think that was the major thing. And and just the community, my gosh, like it's awesome there. And it just feels like a family more than anything. So (laughs)
0: That's awesome, well, since you've clearly gotten involved in a lot of things, what got you to Warner College originally? Why did you choose what's your warner why?
2: Yeah, Warner why? Oh gosh, there's so many reasons to be honest. I think the community aspect was a really big one, and obviously, I'm very biased, but I think compared to a lot of the other colleges that I've toured when I was you know incoming freshman uh Warner just provided like this sense of family and community that I'd seen like no other college. Yeah. And I've just met so many amazing people. And so I think it's just like that form of making those connections and like having that community is just amazing and uh, super welcoming. So.
1: I love that. I also think that Warner's community is pretty special, but I might be a little biased. So um, you mentioned that you're an HDNR major. What kind of drew you towards that? And what's your favorite thing about HDNR?
2: Yeah. So HDNR, which I don't know if I had said before, um, HDNR stands for Human Dimensions of Natural Resources. Um, And that major in particular uh, really caught my eye due to, I would say, just the way that you get to work with a lot of people, as well as with the environment, and that can come in so many different forms. So, you know, that could be environmental policy. So working, you know, in that sense with people to help benefit the environment, or that could be outdoor education, working with people in the environment. Um, So I think that was something I really liked was the flexibility of that major, um, as well as, (laughs) to be honest, not having to do a lot of chem or other science-y things. It felt a little bit nicer and uh, less stressful and more engaging. So, yeah, and I'm very social. So that was another (laughs) pro.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I feel like in natural resources, you hear a lot about the wildlife and the biology. But why is this why is human dimension so important and so underrated, in my opinion? 100%.
2: And yes, I'm not to discredit the other majors or scientists out there, because that's super important. And just studying the environment is um, very valuable. But I think with human dimensions in particular, I mean, humans and society are, you know, (laughs) we kind of have taken over the world, which makes sense. So to be able to manage that, I think, is way more valuable in ways than... You know, solely focusing on like, oh, yeah, this, I don't know. I'm probably, this sounds so bad. (laughs) (laughs) You can cut this later. (laughs) Um, I, I think it's overlooked the fact that humans play such a big part in the environment. And so with this major in particular and with like sociology as well, I think it's just super important to be talking about that and talk about society as a whole and how that is impacting our environment. And all of, you know, and and science in general. I mean, there's so much science out there that's like, this is what's happening. We need to do this. But ultimately, nothing's going to change unless we change the values that we as society have, I guess. So I find that really interesting. And I feel like I could talk for hours about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. As a wildlife major, it's required to take an HDNR class. And one of the things that I thought was super impactful to me was learning how by helping people, you can also help the planet. So by bringing people out of poverty or like helping the wage gap or, you know, discrimination and stuff like that, that ends up helping the planet. And it's kind of, it's interesting how the social side of stuff is so connected with the planet. And like, if people are worried about putting food on the table, how can they be worried about, you know, overfishing a river or something like that? You know, it's just, it's, It's crazy. I really respect your major.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, I respect everyone else's in the sense of like everyone is finding that science and finding that research and presenting that and being like, this is what is happening. However, I think at times the communication between the science and I don't know, for instance, like policy and stuff like that just gets so overlooked or so like miscommunicated. And if anything, like I have learned over these past three years that we are all so interconnected with the environment And I also think that's another thing that's just not realized. um, And yeah, so super interesting. And um, yeah, I think that's another thing about Warner that it's just like, sure, I get to work with other HTNR students, but I also get to work with other students from other majors as well. And that's super fun to be like, oh, well, like, what have you been working on? Wolf restoration. Oh, that's sick. Like, (laughs) you know, I don't know. Like, there's so many interests and I just love working with people and hearing their perspectives and things like that. So. Yeah, very valuable, and I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I second all of that, and science communication has kind of become like my second love to science itself. Since I've gotten to become friends with HNR students and people of all different majors, and you just all realize like we are part of the solution, and you can't make progress in conservation work without communicating to people who aren't a part of that work. Like we are very privileged to be doing the work we are doing in the field with animals and whatnot, but most people aren't doing that. <laughs> They're in their own fields and don't know the things that we know. So just having that responsibility to communicate that.
1: Yeah, no, I think that that is definitely like as someone in a science major and like going to be a scientist, I think that is something that we're really lacking. What Kelly touched on is that the communication between the scientists who, you know, do all this groundbreaking work and then publish a paper that only like a select few will read. And it's super hard to comprehend. Like there's some scientific papers out there that even like I can't understand. It's like super hard to dissect and understand what they're trying to say. And I think that there's just this disconnect between like what scientists are saying and the people because we're just there's no communication there. And I think it's on fault of both sides, but I think that's why Grace and like other HDNR majors are so important because there needs to be a communication for people to understand what's actually going on. And I don't actually, yesterday, my class, this, we, it's like human wildlife conflict management, super interesting. And this one kid was telling us how he had the privilege to talk to all the reporters that reported on like the black footed ferret release. And they're all like from around the world, all these different news things. And he was like, I was blown away by how all these reporters knew nothing about it. Like absolutely yeah. nothing. <clears throat> like there was no, and they all like basically said the same thing and it was all the same narrative and they had no idea what they were talking about. And it was just like mind blowing how, oh. how like there's such a disconnect between like what the public are getting and like, the science that is happening I don't know that's 100%. my tangent <laughs> yeah
2: I know. it's so important and I think it just yeah. has been frustrating more and more to like hear about those things and I'm like yeah. gosh darn it like <laughs> that's like the goal after college I'll be yes. like there to be like no this is what's you know yeah. help help clear up any miscommunication I guess so yeah. definitely
0: well you're obviously really passionate about this work so kind of switching gears what does natural resources sustainability
2: mean to you? 100%. Yeah, sustainability. Oh, I could, like, when I say I could talk for hours about sustainability, like, I could talk for hours about it. <laughs> um, Yeah, natural resource sustainability. I would say sustainability is also something that I think, just going back to, like, miscommunication and stuff, um, well, it has so many different definitions to myself, I would say that natural resource sustainability kind of means... Being able to use natural resources in a respectful and responsible way for a long period of time that is not depleting the environment and that is not harming society. So that's kind of a convoluted and like funky thing. And it's very complex and means lots of different things to a lot of people. Um, But for myself, essentially just sustainability in general being able to use and vitalize something, whether that be a resource or um, or knowledge, but in a way where, yeah, you're not depleting it and that it's going to last you uh, over a long-term period. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I think I really found that love for sustainability through the residential learning community as well. So that was kind of nice to be able to get introduced to that concept and yeah.
1: Um, well, let's touch, touch on that a little bit more on uh, the residential learning community. Would you talk a little bit more about your experience with that? And I know you kind of mentioned it already, but like how that got you more involved in
2: Warner and HNR, and you're in the sustainability club. 100 so, percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Residential learning community. It has changed my college. I was going to say career. That's not right. My uh, I, I don't know my experience at college, I would say. If I had not done that, I don't think I would be as involved or where I am today. So residential learning community um, had a major impact on me. And I was in the... Oh, gosh, this is so embarrassing. The sustainability one. It wasn't wasn't outdoor leadership. It was the other one. Sustainability leadership? Yeah, something like that. It's (laughs) in my water bottle. I don't know. Um, But anyway, so in the the residential learning community, though. um, Yeah, that essentially allowed me to, as a first-year student, meet other students like myself who are have a passion for the environment. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just get to talk about the environment and like go out on adventures. And I mean, it just had such an amazing positive impact on my first year. And it made me feel so much more connected with both the university and Warner College. Um, and yeah, I ju- it just was a great way to meet other students and like make friends and just like Oh, it was the best. I, I love it so much. <laughs> so if um yeah, if any first year students ever have the opportunity to join that, like please look into it. Please just apply. Like it it's awesome. Um, and I highly recommend. But in terms of yeah that the the RLC getting me connected with university stuff, I would say the program itself. Kind of K, who's the the per, um what I'm saying K, who's the like director I guess of it. Um, she's also awesome. Shout out Kay Holman. Um, (laughs) but she was really good at bringing in like speakers and panelists and doing workshops on things. So for instance, yeah, that's how I found out about college council and stuff, which shameless plug, I'm now president of Warner college council. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) if, if you're, um, yeah, if you end up going to, uh, I don't know, CSU and Warner College, you should totally join. It's super fun. Um, but yeah, finding out about those opportunities was super cool. And especially, yeah, the Student Sustainability Center and Club. It's another awesome, I would say, connection that I made um, in terms of, oh, that's a thing out there. But I think the, the biggest thing was the zero waste team. That was that changed my whole college life so far <laughs> with my three years here. Um, I knew I had a passion for sustainability and especially waste reduction. And so one finding out that Colorado State University does recycling and composting was another awesome thing that I hadn't seen from any other colleges and universities that I had toured. Um, and then to, to then find out even further <laughs> that there is a, a club called Zero Waste Club, also part of Warner, um, that yeah goes through and make sure that they divert the waste. They make sure the waste is getting composted and recycled where um, yeah, necessary and when it can be. And I just think it's awesome. And it's great work for the environment and just sustainability in general. And yeah, like I said, we could talk about that for, <laughs> for hours as well. Yeah, there's just so many opportunities. And even being, you know, now after COVID, especially, uh, third-year student, like just the more, more connections every day. And it's just fantastic. So lots of involvement opportunities.
0: <laughs> I love seeing how big your smile gets when you're talking about this. <laughs> it is amazing. That's the one thing you can't see on a podcast. It <laughs> <is>. <laughs> True. <laughs> Can you touch a little bit on the actual activities you get to do in some of these organizations like Zero Waste? You talk about diverting. Trash and stuff, but maybe also about college council and the leadership opportunities there. 100%.
2: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just going back to Zero Waste Club, that provides so many opportunities, like I mentioned previously, with diverting waste. So, essentially, I think our our big projects that we end up doing throughout the year are we will go to the massive football games, some of the volleyball games, and basketball games on CSU's campus, and we will go around and we will go through the trash. (laughs) So, yeah, <laughs> we can't be afraid to get dirty. <laughs> Essentially, that's kind of one of our mottos in the club. And yeah, we go through the trash and we sort through and we compost and recycle items. And yeah, try to divert as much waste from the landfill as we can. So yeah, that's kind of our big event stuff. And recently, we've also been able to get paid for that, which is super oh. awesome through facilities. Um, so yeah, that's like our, our big project throughout the year. Otherwise, we also do like mending workshops and we do a lot of collaboration, I guess, as well um, through, yeah, with like the SSE, especially this year, we've been doing a lot. Um, And yeah, Student Sustainability Center as well. I I think it it focuses on larger scale projects. So yeah, with Zero Waste, it's kind of like, yeah, divert the waste and like work on things like I know Zero Waste, for instance, and the SSE are teaming up to try to do and Hopefully, I'm pretty sure they're teaming up (laughs) Um, to do a like e-waste recycling program, which is super awesome. E-waste is referring to electronic waste. So if you've got a phone that doesn't work instead of throwing it in the landfill, um, you can take it to a place to get recycled and reused, which is super cool um, and not something that's widely known or available um, to a lot of communities, let alone. CSU and Fort Collins, so yeah, we're trying to get that going. But otherwise, um, Student Sustainability Club and Center—they, um, yeah—they do a lot of larger sustainability projects related to on-campus stuff as well as like Fort Collins community things. So uh, I know they do lots of tours. For instance, they'll tour like um, New Belgium Brewery, which is super cool, very sustainable uh, brewery, and super cool if you're also 21 because then you get to go on the tour and drink a little, which is super cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they do tours in that sense and like will provide students opportunities to get more involved within the community. And then otherwise, in terms of collaboration with the SSC or Student Sustainability Center, I keep forgetting to abbreviate because there's so many SSCs around (laughs) campus. But yeah, SSC and College Council. uh, This year, we've been collaborating to try to get this Okoja web browser, which if you guys haven't heard of, essentially whenever you do a search, it will take that like ad revenue and it will apply it to conservation projects around the world, which is awesome. And there's like a little tree icon. Have you guys heard of it? No, no, I have not uh, heard of that. Oh my what? Gosh. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's awesome. <laughs> Get it on your phone, on your laptop. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, they're an amazing organization and. Yes, yeah, so we're trying to implement that right now in the Warner College of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of trying to get Warner more sustainable, more eco-friendly. So that's kind of our goal right now. And then we hope to kind of take that university wide. So through like the Morgan Library, through all of the other colleges as well. But um, yeah, so that's just another collaboration um, that we're, we've been working on. Yeah, otherwise, to sum it up, College Council, Warner College Council in general... Also does a lot of collaboration. And this is my first year as president in this role. So I'm still trying to figure out (laughs) everything and try to offer opportunities. Essentially, I kind of want the I wanted the club to, one, represent Warner. So one of our slogans is like, we are the voice of Warner. So we as a student body will represent the college and we work on Different projects and collaborate with other student orgs, such as the SSE and Zero Waste and um, Ornithology Club, for instance, and ASCSU. So, just to name a couple that have been happening this year. Uh, but yeah, so I try to do a lot of collaboration with them as well as provide meetings and events just to like talk about, okay, what do we want to see from the college? What do we want to improve? Like, who do you want to hear from speaker wise? And so, yeah, and, and offering, you know, different speakers, like Ricky Fryerson from the DEI um, department within Warner. He's awesome. Every workshop I've been to, my mind has just been like blown. So blown away. So um, yeah, it's super fun.
1: No, that was some really awesome information. I had no idea about that web
2: browser. Ecosia? Yeah, Ecosia. Ecosia. Definitely check it out. It's... it's amazing. And there's like this little tree icon that will <laughs> pop up. And it shows you how many trees you've planted from how many searches you've done, more or less. So, so it's like Google, but... Yeah, yeah. But with Google, they're getting the ad revenue where with Ecosia... Okay. They're going to be getting the ad revenue, but then they're taking that money and applying it to conservation projects to plant trees, more or less, but also to support other projects as well. So definitely highly check them out. Um, And then, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see more progress on that project within Warner College and getting that applied to oh I don't know if I would mentioned that yeah we're essentially trying to get um yeah Koja web browser yeah there you go kelly <laughs> oh, there it
0: is yeah. <laughs> yeah i just did a quick search and you can add it to your chrome extension 100%, yeah. so it's super so it's easy i literally just did it in 2 seconds yay oh i'm so glad
2: <laughs> yeah super easy so we're trying to get that yeah added on to like safari chrome firefox you know all of those um so that yeah whenever students in Warner use the deck desktop computers mm. they're gonna be helping out Ecosia and planting trees and being an eco-friendly oh it's awesome oh I <clears> love, love <excuse> that. Me. <laughs>
1: you're doing such great stuff I'm so proud of
2: you well, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't have the support and help with like the SSE like I'm not trying to take credit here I'm just here to be like yeah Warner, Warner let's <laughs> be <laughs> eco-friendly
1: aren't we all yeah, <laughs> um okay so we're gonna switch gears a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of have a fun question for you to keep it on this Halloween themed episode. But um, did you do anything in the RLC for Halloween that you'd <gasps> like to share?
2: Oh my gosh, uh, gosh, it feels like so long ago, but <laughs> um, yeah, I do remember we did we did lots of door decorations, which was super fun. So I remember we like cut out bats from like construction paper and things like that, and we put that on all of our doors. So everyone kind of yeah got to decorate their doors like Halloween themed things and there were pumpkins everywhere. And I know one person got like a hay barrel and put it outside their dorm room, which oh was so God. funny. <laughs> it was probably a fire hazard. Uh. I don't recommend it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was super fun just in general to be like, see everyone's door and yeah, how spooky that is. And I know, I think we attempted to do like a trick or treating around the, the hall it's just so funny now thinking back on it because <laughs> the residential learning community and summit we were like the only hall that was like loud and like active, which makes sense. Like, yeah, we're Warner College. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we tried to do like a trick or treating thing. Like, I remember I bought candy and was like passing that out to everyone. Um, yeah, so I think that was like the basics of it. But uh, otherwise, I know off campus. Went to uh, a corn maze and did like pumpkin patch stuff, which was super fun um, mm. from a couple of friends I met in that hall. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of spooky things.
0: <sighs> <laughs> I love hearing about Halloween decorations. It's borderline my favorite holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I put spiderwebs up in my my house in the kitchen and
1: it's a vibe.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I know Halloween is the best. I love
1: it. Kelly loves Halloween.
0: I do. I do. (laughs) Might take you up on the um, pumpkin patch. You all want to go after
2: this? I'm I'm going this weekend. You guys want to go? Say less, Grace. Yeah, (laughs) say less.
1: Say less. (laughs) But yeah, I'd be down. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Now we just have some rapid-fire questions for you. Oh, if you're okay. prepared. you ready?
2: <laughs> oh, God, We'll see.
0: All right. <laughs> Becky, do you want to start asking the first one?
1: Yeah. Okay. Ready? Okay, yeah. Three, two, <laughs> one. Favorite Halloween costume?
2: Uh, holy cow. <laughs> Like year at a bit, yeah. Just cow costume with a halo, it's awesome.
0: <laughs> favorite pumpkin carving design? Um, just like making a
1: tiny face. I know exactly what you're talking, I know what about. You're talking <laughs> about. They're so funny, so cute. Uh, favorite Halloween candy? Uh, Twix. Oh, okay. Oh.
0: In a haunted house, do you run or do you keep your eyes open? I cry.
2: <laughs> I'm not good with haunted houses. <laughs> I, yeah, usually I will, like, run, and I'll just be like, ah, and I'll be holding on to someone, hopefully someone's with me, and then usually those people abandon me, and then I'm, like, just there, and then I try to find the exit, and usually I don't make it to the end, but. That sounds terrible. That was the last time I went. Sounds a little traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, but that was in, like, like, oh, God, I think that was in, like, early high school. It's been a while since I've been to one. Oh, wow. That traumatic.
0: So we're doing that after Pumpkin Patch, okay. right? <laughs> the Haunted Corn Maze. Okay, you guys gotta
2: go in front. One in front. I'll be in the middle. Yeah, yeah, there we I go. go. You, don't <laughs> worry. We'll try not to abandon you.
1: Okay.
2: Cool. <laughs> uh, just to throw out a couple Halloween tips and tricks for having like a eco-friendly, sustainable Halloween, however you want to praise it. But I would say, one, in terms of costumes, I know for the past year, I was like, oh, making my own costume. This sounds interesting and fun. It's not something I've ever done before. Yeah. So I ended up making my own costume. It's awesome, but I love it, which is the holy cow. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would highly recommend if you're able to, just like Yeah. Make your own costume. Do that up. Um, And if not, you can also, I highly recommend going thrift shopping as well. And some of the thrift stores um, that I like to go to in Fort Collins um, include Eco Thrift, um, Art. Those are kind of the top two I like to go to. But there are a bunch of others um, in Old Town, but they always have a bunch of cool Halloween stuff. So highly checking those out and just thrift thrift shopping. You'll hear me talk a lot about that as well. Um, In terms of candy as well. I would say if you're able to, you know, at home, just making your own candy, not necessarily giving it out to people because that seems a little (laughs) sus, but um, yeah, making your own candy. Like, I know my roommate makes their own Twix bars. So yeah, things like that. But yeah, the costume thing is probably the biggest one. And uh, yeah, just really trying to avoid buying from those, uh, you know, pre-made, like, I try to go to thrift stores and making your own. It's way more fun, too. Agreed.
1: So Yeah. So, you'd say that the costumes are more like detrimental than the actual like candy wrappers of Halloween?
2: Oh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. I mean, okay. the costumes, there's a lot more fabric, and that kind of goes into, you know, unsustainable mm-hmm. uh, fashion or fast fashion. Thank you. Okay. Fast fashion. Yeah. Which is a major issue, which does not get enough publicity and stuff mm-hmm. on that, and how big of an environmental impact it has. Um, but in terms of candy wrappers, it's really difficult because it's like, in terms of safety, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you can't really like, well, I don't know. There's lots of different things out there. I, you know, I try to avoid buying a Costco bag of pre-made packaged, you know, individually packaged candy. But that said, in terms of safety, it makes sense why a lot of people do it. So there's always there's usually always a reason behind why it's happening and things like that. But I think the costume thing is just more easily uh, adaptable for students and for people to do because it's like that's your choice is to go out and like try to find that candy there's not really many options um that a lot mm-hmm. of people are comfortable with but that's said, that. i mean you can always give out like apples i don't know something <laughs> my neighborhood did and yeah, it was a interesting halloween <laughs> kind of sad you come, you come home and you just got like five apples and
1: cool cool (laughs) at least it wasn't toothbrushes i remember that's always the worst (laughs) i
2: agree (laughs) to sum it up i would highly recommend checking out these are just the organizations and clubs that i've been working with um yeah definitely join warner college council it's it's awesome it's a lot of fun um, and it's just a really good way to get connected with both the college and other uh, clubs and organizations within the university as well. So yeah, to find lots of opportunities there, um, as well as Student Sustainability Center, which is actually not a part of Warner, but they're, they do a lot of sustainability work, which is super cool as well. Um, and then, yeah, Zero Waste. If you um, are really passionate about diverting waste or getting on those recycling, composting topics and things like that, like highly recommend joining everywhere is just so nice and so welcoming and um i just have lots of families all over campus and i love it so <laughs> anyway that'll be my little last little bit
0: <laughs> oh Aww. that was such a fun conversation to have with you grace we had a great time
2: <laughs> sorry i was like <laughs> <need more. laughs>
0: Well, on that note that's all we have for this episode of tune into nature tune in next time to learn about native american heritage month and the importance of indigenous voices in natural resources and recreation from a warner student have a spooky
1: halloween and stay safe out there we'll see you next time on tune into nature